When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self-improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day-to-day routine, there's something for everyone. When it's too cold outside, airplanes often get delayed, or in extreme cases, even canceled altogether. First of all, if it snows heavily, such conditions drastically decrease visibility, making it unsafe to taxi and take off. During a blizzard, flight control may command the aircraft to stay on the ground and wait until the snowstorm subsides. Ice on the runway is another reason. An airplane's landing gear are nothing like a car's wheels, and they can't be equipped with studs to avoid skidding. But even if they were, A plane needs to develop speeds on the ground that are much higher than on an average road to take off successfully. If the runway is slippery with ice, the airplane can slide off it easily. Things like this actually happened in the past. For example, in January 2014, the JFK airport in New York was shut down after a plane skidded off the runway and into the snow. Luckily, no one was injured, but the airport staff had to dig the aircraft out of the snow, and even the local police joined the efforts. Same story with landing, which is even trickier in freezing conditions, because a plane is in much less of a controlled environment and traveling at even greater speeds. What's more, while an airplane that's about to take off and skidding will probably get into an open area and stop there, one that's about to land could end up crashing into the airport's infrastructure. Needless to say, that's way more dangerous for everyone. Freezing weather conditions can also cause frost and ice sheets to build up on the plane itself. Airplanes are carefully engineered and any tampering with their structure may cause huge trouble. As experienced pilots say, even a thin crust of ice over the wings of a plane can mess with their delicate design and destroy lift. Planes can be de-iced though. The airport staff usually spray them with a special solution that doesn't let the ice build up on the aircraft's skin. But back to the runway. If it's covered with ice, there's little you can do. Unless the sun is shining, the chances of safely removing the ice from the pavement are almost zero. There's also a chance of damaging the pavement, making potholes, which can result in safety concerns for both takeoff and landing. Imagine driving over a pothole in a car at full speed pretty unpleasant. And now multiply it by about a thousand, because a plane is much heavier than a car, and don't forget that the landing gear is not exactly there for driving. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Jet fuel and the equipment that pumps it can freeze too if the temperature is too low. The fuel freezes at negative 40 degrees Fahrenheit, 
but that can only happen on the ground before takeoff. At a cruising altitude, temperatures may drop as low as negative 70 degrees Fahrenheit, but since the liquid is inside the plane and burning down steadily, it's much warmer there. On the ground, though, nothing stops the fuel from turning into ice. If that happens, no flights are available, obviously. Same goes for the pumping equipment. Even if the fuel is still liquid, the pump may cover with ice and just stop delivering the fuel into the plane's tanks. In the worst-case scenario, it might even break down, leading to expensive repairs and prolonged delays in flights. Finally, ground crews have to do a lot of work before takeoff or landing, and they're all human after all, so they can't bear the freezing cold for too long. This issue is often resolved by tag-teaming. One group of workers goes out in the field to do the job, while the other is waiting for them in a shelter. After 20 minutes or so, the first group returns to warm up, and the second one takes up the job where the first one left it. Although it's efficient, it still slows down the operations a lot, so that might also cause delays. But despite all the trouble freezing weather can cause, it's actually more beneficial for a plane than extreme heat. Cold air is denser than hot, so planes gain more lift and stay truer while in the air. They're more easily controlled in flight too. Air molecules are slower and closer together, creating a steady flow of air around the wings and cockpit. At high altitudes, the air naturally becomes thinner as the air molecules spread out and become more scarce. That's exactly why planes can't get to the upper layers of the atmosphere. There's just not enough air there to create sufficient lift. The same happens when it's too hot down on the ground, though. Air molecules get faster and spread out, meaning the plane's wings don't have as much air to push off and get into the flight mode. To take off in extreme heat, a plane has to move much faster to generate enough air resistance and lift. But to move faster, the plane needs its engines to work better, and that's also impossible when it's too hot. As the air gets thinner, the amount of oxygen decreases too. And jet engines use oxygen in the atmosphere for combustion. When they lack this crucial element, they can't convert enough energy into thrust meaning slower acceleration and worse energy output overall. So the problem is that the plane has to have a longer runway distance to build up enough speed and lift to take off, but it can't because its engines are not working to the best of their ability. This usually doesn't cause trouble, but only up to a point. When the temperatures on the ground level reaches about 120 degrees Fahrenheit, some flights can get cancelled because it's simply dangerous for them to try and take off. Other planes are more heat-resistant and powerful, but that also depends on the heat. Some aircraft even have to reduce their weight by removing part of their fuel, cargo, or even passengers when it's too hot. Lighter load means better acceleration before takeoff, and it doesn't help to avoid cancellations, but it also means planes aren't working to their full capacity. The average cruising altitude for an airplane is about 35,000 feet. They don't technically need to be so high up, but that altitude gives the best speed and efficiency. Air gets thinner at higher altitudes, which means less wind resistance, but less lift. For most commercial aircraft, the area between 30,000 and 40,000 feet is the sweet spot where the two factors balance out. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. 
However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. You probably still aren't using a laptop from 1999, and your computer isn't flying at close to the speed of sound. Fortunately, planes have a much longer lifespan than computers. There are airliners from the early 1970s that are still just fine. They might not be able to keep up in terms of speed and fuel efficiency, but older planes are no less safe than their modern counterparts. Contrails, those white trails airplanes leave behind them at high altitudes, are easily mistaken for engine exhaust, but most are nothing more than water vapor. During a flight, moisture in the air collects in the engines before being vented with the exhaust. The hot, wet air leaving the engines mixes with the cool, dry air found at high altitudes, resulting in long, thin lines of vapor. Humidity determines when contrails form and how long they remain visible. Ever notice the numbers on the end of a runway? They're actually used to show the pilot which direction the plane is facing. For example, the number 36 is short for a heading of 360 degrees or due north. Along with numbers, the letters R and L indicate if the nearest runway is to the right or left. The lights on the tips of a plane's wings are called position lights or navigation lights, and they're used during times of reduced visibility. They help planes to see each other in the dark and can also tell pilots what direction an aircraft is traveling. The red light marks the tip of the left wing, while the green light is on the right. The third light is white and found on or near the tail. It might seem odd that the flight crew cares whether your window shades are up or down. The main reason is so that the passenger's eyes can adjust to the outside light. Mostly, it's just a matter of getting people on and off quickly. But in an emergency, the last thing they want is people stopping to blink before they evacuate the plane. 